I'm here with Ricky Rosenland, founder of the well-known online platform Borrow My Doggy, which connects pet owners with borrowers for dog walking and holiday care. Many people listening might have used this app. And Ricky's going to be talking to us about everything to do with looking after your dog this summer. Thank you for joining me today, Ricky. Thank you for inviting me. So we have done some research into pet ownership. And it turns out that looking after your dog while you're away or sorting dog or cat care while you go away or at the weekend or when you're at work is one of the most stressful things for owners. Is this your experience? Have you experienced this stress in your own life? Well, I actually do not have a dog, (laughs) interestingly enough. So I borrow a dog and I find it to be an incredibly wonderful experience. And I take care of the same dog every single Wednesday. It's a dog called Bramble. And then also when the owner otherwise needs it. So Ricky, what inspired you to start Borrow My Doggy? What was the turning point for you? Well, I borrowed a very cute brown Labrador called Eston. This was back in 2012. And we spent the entire day together. And I just remember thinking, why are people spending so much money on dog walkers or kennels or leaving their dog home alone when I would love to take care of a dog for free? And I thought there should be a website connecting me with like local dog owners because everyone with, with benefits. So us borrowers would get some happy dog time. Owners would getting help with taking care of their dogs. And the dogs would really be the biggest winners because they would get more love and attention and ear ruffles, as we say. So that inspired me. And then I told one of my friends about the concept. And he said to me that 60 to 70% of startup companies go bust within the first three to four years and 90% within the first 10 years. So he advised for me to go and test a concept before really putting all my kind of energy and time and money into, into Borrow My Doggy. So um, we set up a landing page in a couple of hours and... Um, really impressingly, we had 85 people signed up within the first three days. And the most amazing thing was it was literally everything from an old man who just had an operation who needed help with taking his care of his dog for long walks because he couldn't. So there was lots of students and young professionals missing having a dog in their life and they really wanted to borrow one. And then there was a family with a little girl who was begging for a dog, but she was still scared of them. So the family didn't want to get a dog to maybe have to give it up. And when I read that, I just thought, oh my gosh, not another little girl without a dog because I've spent a childhood begging for a dog. So I thought we really must help her. And then on the back of that, we started to just build borrow my dog little by little. So it was really just, you know, me not having a dog in my childhood, you know, wanting to take care of a dog so badly. And then realizing that there was lots of people out there who would love to love to have some dog time too. And lots of people who would love to get some help. So that's what inspired me to start. That's amazing. And how many people use Borrow My Doggy now? How many users do you have? So we have over 1 million members across the UK and Ireland. Um, and we have members in more than nine or in 99% of postcodes in the country. That's incredible. And are your family and your friends members? Do you have do you have family that borrow dogs yes. on, on, on your platform? Well, I don't have any any kind of direct family in the UK, um, given I'm Danish and my other half is Spanish. But I do have an incredible amount of friends who are using Borrow My Doggy. And they're either getting some happy dog time or they're getting help with taking care of their dogs. And it just touches my heart so much to see how the community we've built just impacts so many people's lives. 
So what kind of people are using Borrow My Doggy then? When might someone need to use the platform? So on our platform, we have everything from families. So it could be, you know, family who just had a baby and they have a dog and they need help with taking care of their dog. It could also be families where they have kids begging for a dog. And so hence they're boring one. It could, for instance, be two days after school every week, or it could be weekends. We have lots of young professionals who are boring a dog, the majority of which have actually grown up around dogs. And then, you know, we have retired people. We, we, we literally have, you know, from, from kids all the way up <laughs> to, I think all we have a 99 year old man up in the north of the country. <laughs> <laughs> all shapes and sizes. And have you seen an uptick post pandemic? Are more people looking to borrow dogs or are more people looking to find someone to look after their dogs since the pandemic? Yes, we have seen a big increase in dog owners signing up to borrow my doggy. The reason being that there are, what is it, about 3 million additional dogs during the pandemic. And then also there is an issue with dogs or pre-pandemic dogs not having been socialized as much as, as they were. So we've definitely seen an uptake. And then on the other hand, you also have a lot of people who now work from home who have more flexibility to commit to taking care of a dog, perhaps one or two days a week while they work from home, and who are just so thankful for being able to get some dog time during the day. And say I want to find a, a walker or a sitter on Borrow My Doggy, what should I remember to check? How do I know that a, a, a borrower as they're called, is a good match for me? Or, I mean, are they insured? Do they have a license? Should I ask for anything like this? Or how does it work? Yeah, very good question. So the way it works is people sign up to borrow my doggy and they create a profile either for themselves or for their dogs. So they'll write a little bit about themselves, they'll upload photos, etc., And then they will go in and search for members in their local area. So they will again you know, first and foremost, look at postcodes, but then from there, they will look at photos, descriptions. And then once they found someone they like, they will reach out to each other and just send a message and suggest to meet up. So we suggest the first meetup should be, for instance, for a walk in the local park and given everyone lives local to each other. And then as part of the, um, the subscription, so we have an annual subscription for both owners and borrowers. It's $12.99 for borrowers per year, so less than a pound per month, and $44.99 for owners per year, so less than four pounds per month. So um, the subscription includes verification. All of our members are verified, and then everyone is covered by insurance and Everyone also have access to a 24-7 vet line. So it's mainly dog owners who uses the vet line. So that's that's kind of how Boy My Doggy works. In terms of what you should look out for, it's really like, you know, other parts in life where you meet up with somebody and this just happens to be people in your local neighborhood. So see how you get along with them. I, I often compare it with people having kids and their kids are going to go and stay at somebody else's house overnight. It's like you would meet up with the parents, you would go and see how you get along with them, you know, and and, and it's just really getting to know each other well in the local communities. And very often it's people living on the same street. Do you have any really nice stories from your users or from your borrowers or from the pet owners about experiences they've had uh, using the Borrow My Doggy uh, platform? Oh, we have so many lovely stories. One thing that that really touched me was during the pandemic where people delivered a lot of food and medication for each other where we were not supposed to go and, and, and meet up with anyone. Then then still people use those relationships that they have built up around their house to really help each other out. So that, that really touched me. And then there is also, you know, we have, I don't know how many is it? 
three or four people, at least from now, we receive photos where the bored dogs have turned into ring carers at weddings, um, which is really lovely because obviously bores get very close to local dogs. We have people who've spent Christmas together and we have people who've obviously moved together. We have we had a 70-year-old woman who borrowed a dog and met an 80-year-old man and they got married. Like we just have so many stories. But I think for me, the stories that touch me the most are when there is kids involved. So it could be kids who are struggling with anxiety or something along those lines and just just hearing the impact that dogs have on, on mental health and especially on, on kids' mental health. That's so lovely, especially the um, the story of the elderly couple getting married. That's wonderful. Did you get an invite to the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did hear about it. We heard about it from actually the the, the dog owner who lent out the dog to the the, the lady. But it, I think dogs just connects us whenever you you borrow a dog and you are out and about for a walk or you have a dog with you like people speak together and it's just so so lovely to see the communities that get built around dogs and we have people who have like christmas parties for the dogs and the dog's friends or summer parties and 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 we have a lot of owners that say that they have even met more people in the neighborhoods because borrowers know different people from the dog owner. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. there's a whole new host of people who know the dogs. And then they will come up and say hi to the dog owner because now they know the the, the dog via the borrower. <laughs> so so it's um it's just it's really what we're doing is just building communities just based on the on the shared love of dogs. Uh, that definitely resonates with me. My dog Sotia has a dog walker a couple of days a week. And she will post him on her social media. So we'll be out walking and, and a total stranger will come up to me and be like, oh, oh, it's Soot. He's best friends with with my pup Fido. And then Soot's got this whole best friend and this whole network that I have no idea about. It's quite funny. We often get asked what the difference is between Bora My Doggy and kind of more traditional dog walkers. So here it's very important to point out that that people on Bora My Doggy they do not get paid. They they spend time with the dog for the love of them. And they're just not in the right space to have a dog right now. Some people are considering getting one, just not sure of the breed. So they by borrowing a dog, like you get that happy dog time without the full-time responsibility and, and, and commitment. And then on the other hand, you know, owners could help with taking care of the dog. So so majority of our members said it's families with kids. It's not paid for dog walkers or young professionals who have who have their careers and they, they just miss having a dog in their life. So So it's not people who do this as a profession. Are there ever any dangers? Do you ever have any kind of like stories of people that are, that something bad's happened or something's gone wrong? Or what, what usually happens if a dog borrower gets worried when they're looking after one of the dogs, for example? What can they do? So I think it's very important to highlight here. That's why we have insurance and access mm-hmm. to a 24-7 vet line. As I mentioned, it's mainly the dog owners who actually use the vet line. But, you know, as, as a borrower, it's really nice to have that that peace of mind that if you have any questions, then you have somebody you can speak with. I remember I, I used to take care of a dog called Elvis before um, Elvis unfortunately moved to Israel and I loved Elvis very much. And one time I was taking care of Elvis for a weekend and the owner's flight back was canceled and, and the owner just said, oh, just give whatever food you have for, for Elvis. And I had some organic food from the dog's trust. And unfortunately, what came out of Elvis's 
stomach was slightly different color. So I was really worried. And then I called up the vet line and they said, no, no, it's all okay. It's just because Elvis has had a slightly different food than usual. But that, that peace of mind that actually you have somebody that you, you can call and um, just to ask any questions you may have. And mainly I said, it's dog owners that call up that will discuss because they want to discuss the dog's weight or um, eating habits or exercise habits, etc. So what we've created is a whole infrastructure, but obviously it's important that people get to know each other well locally. So the owners are, are who are registered with Borrow My Doggy, they have access to that vet line the whole time. Is that right? Yes, both owners and borrowers have access to the vet line. That's amazing. And what's the average age of the pup uh, on Borrow My Doggy? Are there all kinds of ages of dogs? <sighs> We literally have, yeah, we have dogs that get registered pre-pups. So before they've even gotten the dog and then, you know, to very old age. So we have every breed under the moon. We have dogs that are named after anything you can possibly think of. We have dogs named after countries, <laughs> after cities. We have dogs named after Disney characters. We have dogs named after other animals. So we have a dog that's called cat on our platform, another one called <laughs> kitty. And uh, we have dogs named after food place, everything from pasta and spaghetti to, you know, bolognese. To, like, we literally have... We have we have a lot of famous sports people. We have obviously the Winston Churchills of this world. We have you know we just have so many different names on our platform and it's it's very endearing to read i used to have a dog called uh tissue so i was among okay. the owners with uh, a, a a strange named pet i think they're always the cutest though when you hear a funny funny dog name being called out in the dog park there's one in the dog park i go to called a uh, sandwich <laughs> And there is also some dogs who have the funniest of habits when you when you just read their profiles. Everything from the, you know, dogs that likes to go into steal things in purses to you know the sock fanatics. So it's really quite funny to just see the variety of of dogs. They all have their own personalities, that's for sure. So I think let's finish on. If you could give a profile of perhaps the perfect person for borrow my doggy in terms of an owner and in terms of a borrower who who listening they might listen and think oh that's actually me i might be suitable for this app so what kind of person then ricky do you think would be perfect to be a borrower and what kind of dog owner should perhaps think about using borrow my doggy i really think there isn't a specific profile fitting our platform. I think, obviously, for Boris's perspective, it's somebody who loves dogs and really wants to spend some time with one, having that dog-shaped hole in their heart. Or it could be that, you know, a family member would love to spend some time with, with a dog, like, for instance, kids. So that is typical for, for dog Boris. And then from an owner's perspective, it, it's, you know, people who would love to get some local help with taking care of the dog or who would love to make somebody happy locally because when you lend your dog out you make somebody else happy and then also who would just love to have their dog socialized and just meet people in the local area so for me I just I'm just so happy to see how we're building communities and I know it's over the shared love of dogs well I'm going on a few short trips this summer so perhaps I'll have to um get on borrow my doggy to find a borrower for my own little soot thank you so much for joining me today Ricky it was great to talk to you Likewise, thank you for inviting me. And I hope, uh, what's the dog you currently look after? Bramble. 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 I hope you have a lovely Wednesday next week with Bramble. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been The Pet Perspective by Napo Pet Insurance. 
You can find more things that your pet would want you to know at napo.pet.